Welcome to Awaken to Grace. I'm Chad Roberts. Today we are in part three of a sermon called Enough is Enough. You know, when the Lord put this sermon in my heart, I was thinking how so many Christians live a defeated life. So many Christians, Satan comes into their lives and just slaps them down at will. He plunders our families. He robs from us. He steals from us. And so many Christians don't know what to do. Well, you know, David had the same thing happen to him in the city of Ziklag. And as we've studied throughout this sermon, David was attacked by the enemy. But you know what made David's situation unique? David knew what to do. He went to the Lord and he got a game plan from God. And today, as we come to the conclusion of this sermon called Enough is Enough, well, that's exactly what David did. He drew a line in the sand and he said, enough is enough. God told him to pursue the enemy. And in this sermon today, I want to teach you, I want to show you, precious Christian, how do you turn the tables on the enemy in your life? If you have prodigals, if you have children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, if you have a spouse, brother, sister, parents, if you have people in your life that you love who are prodigals, if you're someone that Satan has stolen your marriage, if you're someone that Satan is robbing the blessings of God out of your life, I want to teach you how to turn the tables on the enemy. And rather than being pursued by Satan, well, David inquired of the Lord, and the Lord told David, pursue, and you'll overtake them. You know, I think God is saying the same to us today. So I hope you enjoy this conclusion to enough is enough. And if God is working in your life, friends, I would love to hear from you. You know, I'm a blind pastor, but when I get emails from our listeners, you just don't know how much it encourages me. It absolutely makes my day when listeners just like you take a moment and tell me where you're listening from, what God's doing in your life, and most important, how I can pray for you. So why don't you shoot me an email this week? My email is very simple. It is pastorchadroberts at gmail.com. All lowercase, all one word. Pastor Chad Roberts at gmail.com. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Awakened to Grace. Most days, mm, I'm on it. I'm joyful. I'm productive. Getting things done. Caring about the will of God. I love it. Let me tell you, I love my life. I love it. I love what I do. I love it. But let me tell you what it's like in my shoes right now, being blind. I'll have a great day. I'll have a phenomenal day. But then within an hour, I'll be in despair. It hit me out of nowhere. Some days I wake up, most days I get up between 4 and 5 a.m., and I'm ready to go. See, I never know. Some days I don't even want to roll out of bed, and I can't predict it. 
I can't tell when it happens. It's like hitting a brick wall. Literally and figuratively. Sometimes I do hit brick walls now that I think about it. (laughs) But see, I don't know when it's coming. I don't know when it's going to hit. And so you know what I have to do? I have to, I have to know how to strengthen myself in the Lord. And let me tell you what I do. I have an arsenal of weapons at my fingertips at all times. I carry an arsenal of weaponry with me that I can fight the enemy at any moment that I need to fight. And do you know what my arsenal consists of? You may want to write these down for yourself. Number one, there are certain scriptures that are always at my fingertips. There are certain passages that I have memorized. I have hidden within my heart. There are certain scriptures I can go to my device. I can say, Alexa, read Psalm 34. And let me tell you, I can be in the pits of despair. And I'll begin to listen to Psalm 34. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and delivered him out of all of his troubles. I will bless the Lord at all times. The Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into him and are safe. Oh, I've got an arsenal. And see, it keeps me strong. Why? Because the word of God abides. I have certain songs that at any moment... I can say, Alexa, play I exalt thee. Alexa, play living hope. Alexa, play God of revival. And I've got certain songs that I can be in the valley of despair. And as soon as those songs come up, all of a sudden my heart lifts up to the Lord. (laughs) And while I would, and, and oh, hallelujah. What does the Bible say? Those who look upon the Lord, they'll never be put to shame. He'll make your face radiant. What is the Lord? He's the lifter of our heads. Amen. And there'll be sometimes I'll be down in the valley of despair, but I'll listen to a scripture. I'll listen to a song and it's like the Lord just lifts my head. There's certain preachers. Most of them I've never met. Many of them are dead. They're already in heaven. There's certain voices, certain preachers I can listen to. And it brings strength into me. There's certain sermons that I can listen to. And immediately it brings strength into me. Friends, you got to know how to encourage yourself in the Lord. There's certain people I can call. There's certain people that I can call. And they won't know anything is wrong. But just hearing their voice. It lifts me. I can call and I can be in a deep valley and I don't even have to tell them. I can just say, hey, I just wanted to call, see how you are. And before I know it, they're praying with me because that's just who they are. They're prayer warriors. There's certain books, certain authors, certain people. Listen, 
There are mentors, there are sermons, there are scriptures, there are songs. I have an entire arsenal that at any moment that despair tries to get its clutches around me. No, 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 no. But let me tell you the greatest. Ephesians chapter 6. Verses 10 to 18. Friends, you've got to put on the armor of God. You've got to have the armor of God. Songs, scriptures, sermons, all those things lift me. But let me tell you, if I didn't have the shield of faith, if I didn't have the breastplate of righteousness, if I didn't have the belt of truth, if I didn't have the shoes of the gospel of peace, if I didn't have the helmet of salvation, if I didn't know how to wield the sword of the spirit, then what hope would I have? And let me ask you a question today. Can you name the armor of God? Because let me tell you, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I'm going to tell you the truth today. If you can't name the armor of God, there's no way you're wearing it. No way. If you don't even know what it is. And so we wonder why we get attacked. We wonder why Satan plunders our lives. We wonder why he raids our families. We wonder why he can walk off with the things, the blessings that belong to us. And we wonder why we lose. And we wonder why we're depressed. We wonder why we're in despair. Friends, are you like the men who are just going to cry about it? Is your solution to just cry about it? Or are you going to do what David did? Number one, he encouraged. You know what the word encourage means? It means to give courage. When you encourage yourself in the Lord, it strengthens you. You get courage into your life. And watch what happens with David. Because the same thing that happened to David is the exact same thing that can happen to you today. Number one, he encouraged himself. He strengthened himself. Number two, verse number eight. Verse number 7, he asked for the ephod. He got around the things of God. Verse number 8, watch what he does. He inquires of the Lord. (laughs) This is a different David. This is not the David of 16, 18 months ago. This isn't the David of 1 Samuel 27.1 that reasoned in his own heart. This is not the David that said to himself, I think I'll do this. No, what's the David of the burned Ziklag do? He inquires of the Lord. Friends, are you doing that? Are you seeking God for your family? Are you seeking God over your decisions? Are you seeking God over where you should live? Are you seeking God over the influences of your life, over the friends of your life, your acquaintances? Are you seeking God over who has a voice in your life? Let me tell you, the greatest voices in my life point me toward the Lord. Are yours? Do you inquire of the Lord? See, far too many of us, we listen to way too many people. And we're not listening to the Lord. And I don't care if it's your mama. I don't care if it's your grandmama. I don't care if it's a co-worker. I don't care if it's your high school BFF. There isn't anybody that can point you in the right direction except for the Lord. Amen? Amen. I counsel so many people 
back there in my counseling office. But I tell everybody that I counsel, I tell them, I can't give you the right answers. The only thing I can do is ask the right questions. But let me tell you, do you know where the right answers come from? Inquiring of the Lord. But see, you got to know how to do that. Do you know how to seek the Lord? Do you know how to turn things off? Turn the TV off? Turn the devices off? Turn your phone off? Do you know how to get away, how to get alone with God? If David had stayed around all those 600 men, well, number one, he would have been dead. But number two, he would have stayed in distress. But do you know what David did? He stole away. He got away. And David sought the Lord. Let me ask you a question. Throughout most most of your week, are you alone with God at any of those points? I mean alone with God, where your phone's not dinging, the TV's not blaring, the busyness of life is not happening. Are you alone with God? And listen, David sought the Lord. And when David really inquired of the Lord, let me tell you, listen, he didn't go to his generals. He didn't go to his friends. He didn't go to his closest people. He went directly to the Lord. And there's some of us listening today online. There's some of us listening on radio. There's some of us listening here in the building today. We need to stop asking everyone what they think. And we need to begin to ask God, what do you say, Lord? And I'll follow that leading. Amen. He inquired of the Lord. Now, watch what happens. David encouraged himself in the Lord. He strengthened himself. David inquired of the Lord. That's a different David than 1 Samuel 27. And how many of you are thankful that the times you blow it in life, the times you mess up, the times you end up in ziklag? Let me tell you, you get your life off track, God has a way of getting it back on track. Amen? And the same David that blew it, the same David that messed up, the same David that took his life where he had no business being, God is getting ready to get him right back on track. Amen. But when did it come? When he strengthened himself. When he got around the things of God, the ephod. When he inquired of the Lord. And lastly, David engaged in the battle. Look what happened. Now... See, David, David played games with the Philistines. But see, now game time's over. Now it's time for real war. I'm telling you, by the authority of the Holy Spirit, some of you have been playing games. You've been playing games with God. You've been playing games with church. You've been playing games with prayer. You've been playing games with other people. God's calling some of you to war. You're sick. You're tired of the way your life is. You're sick and tired of the enemy slapping you around. You're sick and tired of living defeated lives. Let me tell you today, you need to say in the spirit, enough is enough. No more. And God's going to call you to war. And now the real war is about to begin. David inquires of the Lord and he says... Shall I pursue them? And you know what the Lord says to him? Pursue. 
I'm telling you, I'm not going to let the enemy come after me anymore. I'm going after him. We're going to turn the tables. We're going to pursue him. God has promised, go, pursue. And David said, if I go, will I overcome them? And God says, you'll overtake them. You know why I think David asked me and not us? You know why? I think David had the mentality, I'm going to have to go alone. I don't think he thought his men would go with him. I think David was prepared to go all by himself because God told him, you'll recover it all. David takes his 600 men and they start off, verse 9. 200 of them are too exhausted. They're too tired. Remember, they're physically drained. They're emotionally drained. And they can't go any further. Friends, let me tell you, you get serious about God, you better brace yourself. Not everybody's going to go with you. And that's okay. Not everybody's going to go. Not everybody's going to commit the way you are. But that's all right. You go regardless. 200 of them stayed at the brook of Besor. Besor means a, a cold, cool place. See, some people just want comfort. That's all they want. David wanted his stuff back. You got to decide, who are you today? You want a life of ease? You want a life of comfort? Or will you travail? I'm praying that God will turn our sanctuary into a prayer labor room where we travail. We see God work. We see God respond. David encouraged himself in the Lord. He strengthened himself. He's inquired of the Lord. And now David pursues the enemy. God works it to where he runs into an Egyptian who leads David straight to the Amalekites. I remember before I went blind, I'd see people on Facebook. Have you ever seen people with Facebook posts that are this long? And they share every detail of their day. That's how this Amalekite was. If he had had a Facebook account, he would have told everything. And he leads David right. And this is where I want to close today. Verse 18, 19. From sundown to sunup. From sunup to sundown. David slew the Amalekites. And David took back everything that was stolen. Read it. He recovered all. The Bible says not one woman, not one child, not one livestock, not one possession. David recovered it all. And so can you. So can you. Some of you right now, you're in Ziklag. You're you're manipulating. You're lying. You're a deceptive person. But you're in church today because you think God will still bless you. He won't. You need to repent. So you don't suffer a ziklag. Many others 
are suffering right now because of bad decisions. Satan's come and he's destroyed your family. He's destroyed your future because of bad decisions you've made. But let me tell you, child of God, let me tell you, my precious friend, it's not the end of the story. You may be in a chapter. You may be in the darkest chapter of your life as I am right now. But it's not the end of the book. Who knows what God is going to do in the next chapter. Amen. What do you need to do now? Strengthen yourself in the Lord. Inquire of the Lord and pursue your enemy. Pray like you've never prayed before. Believe God. Take hold of the promises of God. And I'm telling you, you're going to recover what Satan has stolen. You will. You will. You will. And for those of you who say it's too late, it's too far gone, it's already passed. Friends, God is the author and God is the finisher of our faith. Not you and not me and not others. God is. So you look to him today. Are you in Ziklag? Are things around your life on fire? Things been destroyed? Has Satan come at will? Encourage yourself in the Lord. Inquire of the Lord. Pursue the enemy today. And tell the devil today, enough is enough. In Jesus' name. Let's stand with our heads bowed and our eyes closed. How do you need to respond to God? Do you need to repent? Do you need to seek the Lord? Do you need to ask forgiveness for going your own way, for saying in your own heart, I'll do this? Do you need to repent for blowing up decisions, being places you never were supposed to be, being with people you were never supposed to be with? Why don't you repent right now and say, God, I can't change the past, but you can sure change my future. (laughs) You can change today, Lord. And just like you got David back on track, God, get me back on track today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's not going to abandon you. He's not going to forsake you. He's going to get you back on track today. We're going to enter a time of prayer right now. And however you need to pray, you pray. If you've been a deceptive person, repent of it right now. You've been misleading people, repent of it right now. You've been sly, you've been cunning, you've been shady, repent of it right now. And ask God to make you a person of truth. 
ask God to bless you in ways that previously you've not thought he could. Friends, he can. He could turn the situation around. You got prodigals. You got things stolen from you. Go after it through prayer, through fasting. Go after it. Don't sit in Ziklag crying. Get up. Do something. Pray fast. Call on the name of the Lord. And turn the tables on the enemy. And say today, enough is enough.